one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is it. The time has come. Saturday night's all right for fighting. The Push him down. Get in the ring and go the distance with Fight Night with Adam Catterall and Gareth A. Davies. You're better than that. On Talk Sport. Welcome to the Fight Night Podcast. I'm Adam Catterall. Pleasure, as always, to be in your company. But if this is the first time you've come across us, please hit subscribe on iTunes. Fight Night is what you're looking for, and if you need an Android feed, you can get it on the TalkSport website. Uh, now, at the weekend, on Fight Night Live, we had live commentary of Daniel Dubois, Ricardo Schneiders, and also Sonny Edwards uh, was in action against Thomas Asomba. Part of our commentary team was Connor Ben, and he came to join myself and Gareth for a bit of a chinwag after the event and we picked the bones out of the big boy here he is co-commentator extraordinaire Mr Conor Byrne how are you? I'm good you picked me up nicely there well we got him here you walked in here in that red tracksuit like a burning spear tonight oh I like the sound of that yeah well you are a burning spear and I loved your commentary on the fact that you know what we didn't see from Sonny Edwards yep. and what we did see from Daniel Dubois. And and it is all about intent in there, isn't it? It's an old expression, it's a cliche, but you don't get paid for overtime, do you? Exactly. If I go into a fight, I try and get him out of there. That's the key objective. You, see, you don't get paid for overtime. You want to go in there, do a job, plant your feet and have that killer instinct. I don't know if you can train that or if you're born with that. Mm. I, know for sure, I know for sure I am. And and Dubois is, I think it's it's a mindset thing. He's making a miss and he's he's moving beautifully. So dominate. Now sit so, on the shots. You know your <laughs> reflexes are quick enough. Mm. You know you're landing with shots. Follow them up with threes and fours. What's in the background with boxers sometimes when they're not doing that? Could they have had hard sparring during camp when it wasn't going right and their timing wasn't there because they've been out for a while? Or can there be doubts there? I know there aren't with you, but can there be with some boxers? I'm not too sure. Mm. I mean, I go into a if I, you know, if I have a bad spa during camp, I know that come fight night I'm alive and up. Fight night's a completely different ball game. I'm hitting you with eight ounce gloves on, and you're gonna feel them. Are you I all think... right behind closed doors, though? Sorry, to Adam. Are you all right behind closed doors because you love the energy of a crowd as well? But you're forgetting also love a fight. Yeah. 
So you, you just mentioned something there that I think is, is really important about nature and nurture. I don't think you can teach the nastiness. I don't think I don't think you can teach the spite. You see, for example, people like Terence Crawford, right? I think is a good example of this. Mm-hmm. Terence Crawford could box the ears off the majority of welterweights, and he does, and, you, and you've seen him in many occasions. But one thing that I get with Terence Crawford is that he's always looking to finish. Always. He's always looking for it. He might not always get it, but he's looking for it. And this is, listen, Sonny Edwards was beautiful tonight. His footwork's great. His balance is great. Yeah. His poise is great. His shot selection's great. But after six rounds of that and you're coasting, there's got to be a moment where you dig your toes in, you get nasty, and you look for a finish. And that just didn't come. And that has kind of been the tale yeah. of his last four or five fights. Well, he may need to make some changes. And, and that's, what, that's what can be done. He just needs to add on. It's not like he needs to take away. He's such a skillful fighter. Absolutely. He's he's bringing his footwork in and out, making a samba miss beautifully. So you've got that in your arsenal. Now, stand there. Be confident in your power. Be confident in your ability to stand there right in front of him, put your head in the fire and say, and what? Yeah, and maybe maybe what we saw tonight is a guy that, you know, because of Charlie Edwards, his brother, who's been a world champion as well, we're seeing a guy who we're trying to advance too quickly and we are seeing a young boxer developing. And maybe that's what we're, we're looking yeah. at at the moment. He hasn't got... He's definitely got the talent. He's beautiful yeah. to he, watch he, the talent. What I, what I saw lacking him tonight was tensile strength to let his power go. You know, he threw three times, he threw three combinations. I think that was it in the fight. But as you said, and I was, you should have heard me. I was going on when the mics were off. Come on, jump on him, throw yeah. threes and fours. Then jump back and have a look and see where you are. But see, he wasn't even doing that. And, and and if Sonny's listening and Frank's listening, it's because this guy's got talent. Let's yeah, see it. Let's use it. You know? Yeah, see, in sparring, if I throw a shot and I land a good shot and I step back and mind my work, if my trainer won't give me a round of applause. I was blowing when he was showboating. You were annoyed when he was showboating. He had nothing to showboat about, did he? It's a little bit frustrating because if you've got the energy to talk to your opponent and the energy to do all that... Get on him. Get on him. (laughs) Use that energy to let That's why we love you, mate. That's why you're going all the way. That's nice. (laughs) You will. In in total contrast, and I know it's easy to say this, because the level of opponent that Dubois was up against compared to what Sonny Edwards was facing tonight is is, is stark contrast. But Dubois has bad intentions from the first belt, doesn't he? he? He walks in there and he's looking to take somebody's head off. He did. He, I mean, listen, he cut that ring off nicely. I felt, I felt small in there for Snyder's. I felt very small in there. He, he, there was nowhere to go for him. He was on him, hunting him down nicely. And then it was like it's literally like he was attacking his prey. Hmm. And he would come, in straight, come straight out with a jab, and it, it was just beautiful. When you... Listen, you're a young fighter managing your career right now, and it's, it's easy, I suppose, when you're putting a wonderful performance... Fans get carried away, you know. Family members get carried away, yeah. but obviously the people around you know the game. Say, so, whoa, 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 just keep the reins on him. How long can we keep the reins on this guy? You know, how long can we keep the reins on Daniel Dubois? I don't know. When you look at him and he, he's muscle on muscle and he's banging them out, what can he do? He could knock out anyone in the heavyweight division. We know that. But my point was, and and you 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 will appreciate this as well because you're in a similar place in your career. If you step up really quick. And we had it with Anthony Joshua when he, they stepped him up. Every fight is a massive fight for you then because you're learning on the job. I know you're always learning on the job, but there's a stage, isn't there? There's an intermediate stage. That's why it's a shame there wasn't a Pfeiffer in front yeah. of him tonight, a guy that had been through two World Amateur Championships and got to the semifinals and had been to the Olympics twice. So... In a way, he's not had that moment yet. We need to see that moment where he's maybe a little bit hurt or you've seen his face change and, and then you know. 
You do, we don't... Listen, we know what Martin Bauer says. I've known him many, many years, Martin, and he doesn't lie to me and he says he's got a diamond in his, mm. in his camp, in his base, in his nest. But we need to see it when the trench is dug and, and you're there. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, of course I do. But, I mean, obviously with a painard situation, that was another thing that showed my true colours yeah. and showed yeah. what I needed to work on. And that will come. But if he's banging them all out... The only way he's going to have them sort of fights where it's Dutch is to to fight the likes of Joyce because he's banging them all out. Is he in the top 10 in the world right now? Um, See, it's hard when you think about it. When you think about it like that. And you're in the boxing industry, you kind of put him on the margins of 10, I think. I do. I don't know where where you feel with Adam. I get carried away with him because you I do. because you I, really do. No, I do because I I see the footwork, I see the poise. It's not just power. He is that the jab is ridiculous. Mm. He uses it as a proper weapon. He sticks it in your face. And that, I mean, we saw, I think, the fight before Fujimoto. He knocked a kid out with the jab, you know? He, he uses it properly. He sets his shots up properly. So it's it's hard when you see that to not get excited and get carried away because there are guys in the top 10 that I think he can beat. And I think he can beat them well. But it's it's wrong of me to say that right now because he's 22 years of age. He's 23 next week. I'm, so. doing, I'm hearing comparisons of him fighting White and Chisora and... I, I don't think he I don't think he's there yet. I, th- in my I think opinion. you could take the risk, and he might look. Brilliant. He might he might just completely blow Chisora but, out. But maybe he, not. But maybe not exactly. Yeah. And then exactly. where does he go from there? Exactly with, with his career because he's now disheartened. He's an he's up got and an coming aura, fighter, and yeah. he's got an aura. He's, so you know. well, would that go? I think I should take. You know that Joe Joyce fight will answer a lot of questions. I do Absolutely. think I do tip him to beat Joe Joyce. Um, Unless it goes we, beyond eight, nine, ten. Eight, it could nine, be very interesting six, if it goes that long. Five, you know, six. It's going to be good. Depends it? on how he paces himself. So there you go. That's what Connor, Ben and Gareth A. Davis thought of the event at the BT Sports Studios. But what did the promoter think of it? Frank Warren was straight on the phone for a bit of a chat after everything had shut down. The man responsible for tonight's show is joining us very kindly right now. It is, of course, Mr. Frank Warren. Sir, how are you? You well? I'm all right, Adam. How are you, mate? I'm very well indeed. Um... Let's start with Dubois, shall we? Um, how, I mean, listen, we, I, I, I said to you in the week, I kind of had an inkling of what was going to happen tonight. Um, the guy that was coming in in Schneider's was a last-minute replacement and all eyes were on the, the, the Joyce moment. Hopefully that's, that's going to happen in October. Is there an air of disappointment from you about the FIFA fight falling off because you would probably have got to learn more about Daniel fighting FIFA? No, not really. I mean, I don't know where we would have got more to, to learn with Daniel Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. I think if he'd have thrown those shots against Pfeiffer, Adam, I think it would have been the same thing. He's just a powerful man at the moment. And, you know, and he's at that sort of stage of his career where he, his, his self-belief that he's got mm. makes him a danger to everybody. I think every heavyweight around, you know, you want to talk about Pfeiffer or Snyder, all those guys at that level, I think he does the same to all of them. I, 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 I really think it's got to be somebody who's, who's a tremendous or, you know, real fantastic boxer with a tremendous chin to last with him at this level that he's fighting at. And, he's, and, and, he, and you know, he's, he's just bubbling under, really, I think, being in the sort of fighting guys in the top five of the world. And having said that, you know, I said before that I'd put him in with, for example, I'd have put him in with Dillian White, who was ranked number one. So, you know... And, and I think he'd have done to Dillian White what he did, what what Pavetkin did, and I think he would have done it quicker. That, I, he he has tremendous power. I mean, people, you know, they don't. They, I mean, you see him in action tonight very briefly, 
in action tonight. But <clears throat> excuse me, you look at most of the fights that he's had, and you look at some of the guys in there. The way he, the way he's taken them out, and the way he's going about his business, is is something a little bit special at this, this especially at the tender age. That he is. Mm, yeah, I, no, I, I do get all that, Frank. Good evening. Um, the, the the you know who I'd like to see him in with. In if we're talking about in within that cloud, within that bubble. It'll be interesting to see Daniel in... I know we're going to see him against Joe Joyce, and we may not learn more from that because he may bang him out in five or six rounds, but an Andy Ruiz or a Joseph Parker would be a genuine test for him, wouldn't it? You know, because they're seasoned, they've been at world title level, they've got their own tricks. And it's it's that curiosity that we have about Daniel that we don't know yet. Because as you say, he may bang everyone out and be world champion, and then he's just learning on the job, isn't he? You know? Well, you know, what you say may be the case, but I've got to tell you something. You know, uh, Adam was just saying about Pfeiffer, we would have found a bit more out of him. Well, Joe Joyce, we're going to find a lot more out of him because Joe Joyce actually won a medal in the Olympic Games. Yes. He was a silver medalist and he should have been a gold medalist. Correct. But he won the fight. And he's undefeated as a pro. So, this, that, that's, you know, that's, that's, I think that's a real good yardstick for him. It is. Career, and hopefully we can get that on. But then he comes through that. Those names you mentioned... That's that's the next level he's got to get to. Mm. Um, on, on on that fight, the uh, Dubois Joyce fight, because we've been salivating about it for a long period of time, and all the pandemics come along and kind of knocked it back a couple of times. Are we waiting on what happens with crowds with football before we can before we can move forward with that, Frank, or are, or are we all working towards October twenty fourth? It's going to happen. Well, we're moving. To, we, we want it to happen on the twenty fourth October. I think regarding the football, they're talking about testing live uh, or letting people in for live live events, uh, live football, I think is in the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. So it may work for us as well, depending on the amount, the amount of, uh, uh, of um, customers they're going to allow in. So we've got to see what happens with that. But that's the date. We, we, I mean, we keep... We can, at the moment, the box office is sitting there. There's all box mon- office money in there from the two postponements that we've had to have with a fight. So we want to get that on. And, you know, and, and as I say, the British... Public want to see it. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's the most highly anticipated heavyweight fight, domestic bust up that I I can remember. At this, you know, for the for, the, for two fighters at this stage of their careers, and I can think of for many many years. I mean, the only other big fight, you know, bigger than this, obviously, is uh, Tyson against uh, Anthony Joshua. But that's the next big fight, and everybody everybody was talking about it. Frank, is it, is it, am I right in hearing the little birdies chirping that um, you will go ahead with this behind closed doors, even if at that point the government is saying that they won't take crowds? Uh, we haven't made any any decisions on that. I mean, obviously, what's going on at the moment? Um, it, it's like a it's, it's a moving moving face, isn't it? It is, it? yeah. Mm. Hey, different comes out. You know, it's going to be better. It's not going to. You know, they're going to push things back. You know, we we just don't know. We're in it's totally in, in the hands of the of the governments, the government and their advisors, medical advisors, on to what what's going to be allowed to happen. But no one more than us wants wants to get crowds back in there. We've had a good show here tonight. There's a couple of fights on there uh, that had they had we been in a had we have been in a in a venue with, with a live gate, the, they would have been even better fights. I think the crowd would have brought them on even more. There was a couple of really closely and keenly fought fights there. Mm. Uh, we saw, obviously, Mr Fury on uh, commentary duty tonight, or punditry mm-hmm. duty, with an absolute rascal of a suit on, looking a million dollars. I've no doubt he's been in your ear, Frank, saying, come on, when we're having a knock, 
What's the latest there? And going back to what Gareth just said a moment or two ago regarding fans in arenas and all those types of things, I know it's different over in America right now. Um, we want to obviously get the third one on with Wilder, get it on, get it on as soon as possible, and then, as you just mentioned, move on towards that undisputed clash. What's the likelihood of seeing that in the not too distant future? It, it's it, again, it all revolves around whether we can get a live gate there. You know, the fight that took place, the last fight that took place between Deontay Wilder and Tyson in Vegas was their highest ever grossing heavyweight fight at the MGM. It's, uh, so it, it, I think it took around. 18, 19 million dollars on the gate, and where we've got to find that money to ensure that the fight can go on. Otherwise, the guys are not going to be able to get paid the amount of money, you know, the fees that the person, I should say, that they want. Mm. Frank, in the late 80s, Don King and, and uh, HBO, I think it was, got together and managed to get eight heavyweights together and to find the, you know, the, the best one in the world. If this lockdown continues without crowds, what? Is it possible, and I know anything's possible in boxing, and I know you've made the impossible possible and the, the probable definite before, um, could we see, if there are no crowds, a two-year, eight-man heavyweight tournament with Fury, Joshua, Wilder, White, Parker, Povetkin, Ruiz and Dubois? Is that humanly possible on this planet? Listen, I can't even get a fight together with AJ and Tyson. <laughs> We can't, we can't even get one. Dream, <laughs> please. Get that one done first to try and get eight of them in. Could you? In there? Listen, I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't think my patience would. would yeah, uh, but 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 I'm just dreaming now. But if 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 DAZN can pay 365 million US dollars for ten Canelo fights and 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 the the Golden Boy roster. Surely, if so, if someone like DAZN came up with four hundred and fifty million US dollars, half a billion US dollars, to get a tournament on that would rescue boxing and drip everything else down, is that? Am I just dreaming? Have I been? Have I been locked down too long? Look, if you know, if you know where they are, <laughs> send me their phone number and I'll be straight on to them. I'll oh well, that's good to hear. On their door. <laughs> I asked you this in the week, um, um, but we haven't had time to uh, play, obviously, that conversation out. Where are you at with the conversations uh, with uh, with Matchroom? Because I know that, obviously, you're keen on on making the best fights for the British public in order to, as Gareth have just said a moment or two ago, uh, to in, 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 for the want of a better word, rescue boxing. Well, I don't think it's to rescue, but I mean, boxing's in good shape, Adam, you know, as far as... You know, the shows that have been put on. There have been some good shows by, by the other side and by us. We've, we've had some good shows on. Uh, I think what, what, what I'm saying is that now is the moment in time to get the fights on that the fans have been craving to see them between, and that's about the best of the British fighting each other, between the two, uh, you know, the Matram and Queensbury. And that's what I want to do. Where are we on it? I've still not had the call telling us when, uh, you know, you know let, let me know the availability when the meeting can take place. I've been available, but um, I'm hoping that he doesn't turn. So as soon as they're, you know, with me, I, I put it out that I wouldn't have the meeting. So let's just try and get the thing on and get these fights on because they're great fights and it, and, and it will mean a lot to the fans. And obviously, you know, we're in professional sports. The boxers are getting really well paid. The promotional companies will make money as well. Everyone will be happy and we'll be delivering. Top stuff. Frank, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on a good night tonight. And uh, we hope uh, that we get to see some blockbusters in the not-too-distant future. Take care. Thanks, fellas. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sticking on the theme of promoters, Gareth A. Davis caught up with Eddie Hearn in the immediate aftermath of last weekend's fight camp. Yep, the one where Dillian White was defeated by Alexander Povetkin. You can hear the adrenaline draining from Eddie's voice as he speaks to GAD last week. Eddie, it's less than an hour after Dillian's uh, loss mm. and you still look shocked. Totally it was a massive adre- adrenaline dump there when he got knocked out. <laughs> yeah. And he, he looked like he'd won the fight, didn't he? Yeah, I thought, you know, probably one more round. And he was all good, to be honest with you. Um, it's just boxing, Gareth, isn't it? I mean, it's why we love it. It... it Gives us the greatest highs and then it kicks you straight in the nuts. And um, you know, I was I was looking forward to leaving fight camp tonight and thinking, you know, celebrating a Dillian White victory. And, and four thinking, weeks of oh yeah, amazing. And, and listen, you know, in terms of the project, we'll still never forget it. And mind you, actually, we'll, we'll we'll never forget it even more now. But I would have traded it all to see Dillian White be victorious tonight. You're going to exercise the rematch clause For against sure. Alexander Povetkin, yeah. and, and that becomes a huge fight now, doesn't it? Yeah, huge. I mean, look, it was a big night tonight. We did great numbers, but this is now a, a monstrous fight, and he has to win. You know, of course, the aim was to fight for the WBC world title. Um, that's taken a huge blow, but it's still on. But now, you know, the time lapse is in place, and you know he'll probably be looking for a shot for the world heavyweight title at the back end of 2000. And 21 rather than the front end, if he can beat Alexander Povetkin in a rematch. No, a brilliant moment of trickery to, to slip to the left, go inside and come up underneath. And it was, yeah. that that was classic heavyweight boxing though, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that, it was. It, it, it was, it, but it was, it takes a special fighter to do that, you know, to slip that right hand and come in with the uppercut. You know? But that's, we know that's that's the fundamentals and, and the, the ability and credibility 
of Alexander Povetkin. He's a fantastic boxer. He's an Olympic gold medalist. He's a former world heavyweight champion. He's only lost twice to AJ. And you know, AJ said to me before and after the fight, he said, mate, he said, I felt them, don't worry. He said, he can fight this guy. And we knew being in the bubble this week, they come prepared. You know, they threw everything at this fight. And although he looked shocked when he got the victory, you know, at the same time, they worked on that. You know, the uppercut was a shot. I heard his post-fight interviews. The uppercut was a shot that he was um, working on throughout. And, um, yeah. It's just, I can't believe it. I ain't going to sleep tonight. I probably won't sleep tomorrow. But you know. we, we haven't had four more press conferences here and we haven't seen Dillian yet. What did he say to you after? He just said to me, get me the rematch for December. That was it. He'll, he'll, you know the guy. He's tough as old boots, mate. Do you know what I mean? Not physically. Just not just physically, but mentally. Yeah, but he is. But he's, I think yeah. that when something bad happens in your life, when you've had a tough run and a tough life, it's a lot easier to brush yourself down and go again. You know, um, I think that he's been through enough to know that what it takes to come back from adversity, and he will. I, I believe he'll win the rematch, and you know, but he's going to have to go away, train hard, prepare, and. It's a must win, isn't it? You know, you can't really be losing that fight um, because, you know, then you're in a, an altogether all different position. So you must win the rematch. Does it peculiarly make the, the rhythm that we were looking at with Tyson Fury fighting Deontay Wilder, AJ fighting Kubrat Pruitt, does it almost make it easier because of this setback for him to make the... Fury, Joshua fight next maybe, year? Maybe. I mean, I don't really feel great talking about that at the moment because I'm gutted for Dillian White. So, you know, it's like, oh, this is makes it easier to make Fury. Of course, it takes an obstacle out of the way, but I don't see Dillian White as an obstacle. But it's not you know, what he wanted, is it? No, of course no. not. I wanted Dillian White to get a shot at the world title. I believe he deserves it, but he got beat tonight. So he's got to rebuild. And, you know, and of course, that does make that fight with Fury AJ maybe closer. But, you know, I would have rather he won. And I'd rather he got the shot first and AJ fought him later in the year. So, you know, um, we said going into this that this would really shape the jigsaw. And it has. You know, you had the winner or you had White winning tonight and going into fight Fury Wilder. Now you have White's future. He's fighting Alexander Povetkin. Wilder's future is fighting Deontay Wilder. AJ's future is fighting Kubrat Pudev. Usyk's future is fighting Derek Chisora. So at least we know what's happening now. But I would have rather we would have been sitting here thinking, right, after Fury Wilder, Dillian White's going to be ordered. So, you know, he'll be back. And uh, he's got to graft away now, roll up his sleeves and come back stronger. Just a final word on Katie Taylor. Mm. She was smarter this time. I, I've been shocked by some of the things I've seen, to be honest with you. It's almost like... People who thought Pursun won in the first fight felt like they had the right to give her more rounds in the second fight. I mean, I had her winning 6-4, quite clearly. I mean, I'm not saying I struggled to give Pursun four rounds, but I don't think I could have given her any more. Mm. All the clean work was coming from Katie Taylor. All the class, you know, all the movement, the, the missing, you know, making her miss. Pursun was relentless again, but when a decision comes and Pursun... And her trainer, who don't particularly like Katie Taylor, go, you deserve the victory. They were, they were they said, kind of magnanimous this They time, said, yeah. you deserve the victory, mm. you were the better fighter on the night. Mm. And you know when you're in there, you know, like, I'm not saying 
But how often, when have you ever seen a fighter in a, in a close fight that people thought they won, not thinking they won? Do you know what I mean? So I, I believe Katie Taylor won the fight, not comfortably, but, you know, 6-4. I think she's a bit disappointed that people feel like she didn't win. I think what if people that watch boxing must admire in Katie Taylor, people that watch a lot of boxing is she's not as physically strong as Pursu. Mm, no, but I don't think she anyone was, is. I mean, Yeah, she, was, she found it hard over 20 rounds to mm, put a dent in her. Yeah. And yet this time... She held her metal. She busted she, her up. You know, I know she hurt her nose. She made Pursun look like a clumsy brawler yeah, yeah, for a lot yeah, of the Yeah, she did. Fight, she did. Know? But I guess so some people... Her, I don't know. You know, I mean, she wants the big, big fights. And, you know... Holly Holm. Holly Holm. Uh, Cyborg. Oh, Cyborg. You know, yeah. Serrano, we don't hold much hope out for. Um, Natasha Jonas, you know, might have earned the right for that fight herself. So, we'd have to see. But I'm, I'm pleased she got the victory and, you know... It was another thrilling fight, wasn't it? Thrilling fight. And oh, a remarkable month in the life of Matt Truman in I, boxing. I just tweeted saying, unquestionably the greatest thing we've ever done. I mean, again, gutted that we end the final fight like that, but it will be something we'll never forget, you know, from the bubble and the cricket matches and all that kind of stuff to the thrill of having to produce live events in a very different environment, an environment we're not used to, an environment we're not comfortable with. But an environment that I feel Katie Taylor made a comment in the week, this is the purest form of boxing. And, you know, we, we saw tonight that it was. Eddie Hearn speaking to uh, Gareth last week after the uh, conclusion of the, uh, what we're led to believe is the first edition of Fight Camp. Hopefully there'll be uh, many more. Connor, uh, Ben, joining myself and Gareth uh, Davis in the studio. As you were watching a couple of those uh, shows from uh, Eddie's back garden, we know that you love a bit of a turn-up sunshine, all right? So you must have been having a little bit of a look and going... Hmm. If only. If only we could get somebody over did. for a knock. We did. We tried to make numerous fights happen. Um, like who? Like obviously Eggett and Fault Cheeseman, but that yeah. was the name was from Ashley Fearpain. But he he was talking a good game and then I looked at a picture of him on Twitter and he needed more than fifteen weeks to get that weight off, I can tell you now. Then the likes of Garton, Chris Jenkins, Bradley Skeet. Oh, all uh, of them then basically. So, <laughs> no, well those are the fighters that we wanted because they've they're well experienced. Yeah, yeah. European former European title challengers, mm-hmm. former European champions, British and Commonwealth. These are the sort of fighters I want Even to fight. World because, title challengers you mentioned there yeah, as well. Yeah, because you so. get some ring ex- when, when you share a ring with a fighter, you gain their experience as well and their knowledge. So for me, those are the fights you wanted. Any other fight I wasn't interested in. I'm called out by the half of Britain. Well, I was going to ask you this, right? Because every single welterweight that fought <laughs> at fight camp, whenever it was concluded, I'm flicking through social media going, right, where could this guy go? Like, Kong, For example, Chris Congo, right? He, he fights and I'm having a little bit of a nosy. Next thing you know, everybody's tagging your name in there. Like, you know, That's fine. Your I've, name on. I've dealt with it from the day I turned pro. I knew this was coming. So, and when they all claim I'm scared, does that bother me? Do I fight like a scared fighter? Do I look like a scared fighter? Do I look like a fighter that is not going to take any fight? When some of them fighters have a record of 16 wins and two knockouts, do I really look scared? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, and that, that's my mentality. I'll do what's best for me. I'm, and that's a, that's a really good point, because we've just been speaking about that in the break, haven't we? About now managing careers properly. You know, you fight anybody. If, if they say, right, you're on with this guy, you're on with this guy, let's get it on. But you take that instruction from trainers, management, promoters. Your job is just to be in the best shape that you could possibly be, hone your craft, and when the, light, when the lights go on, perform. That's it. Of course, at the end of the day, I've only got one career. I do only have one career. Managers, promoters, there's another hundred of me in, in Essex alone. 
let alone the world. So I've really got to do what I think's best for me. The, the um, what I've liked about you over the last year. Can I congratulate you on your news, or will you tell us? By the way, no, not now. Okay, fine. Okay, um, <laughs> all right. Well, no, the fight hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yes, go. Um, is is over the last year? A year ago, if you'd sat here with us, and you did sit with us probably a year ago, you wanted everything now and everyone now. You have genuinely grown up a lot. Right, now's that. He's got a mortgage now, is this? But all of those things. (laughs) But but the realisation, like that interview you did this week, I think it was in Boxing News, if I'm right, um, where you talked about... the guy you respect in the welterweight division you can see your route up now which is and we were i was fantasizing about this fight before before we came on air when you came in the studio which was you and virgil ortiz meeting in two two and a half years time in a blockbuster where we know your style if you get knocked out or banged out in a fight i know i know you nodded if you get banged out in a fight you'll dust the sweat off yourself you will come back and say i made a mistake there but you're coming back more to tenacious the next time so if we see you fight him and you're 30 and 2 at the time or whatever so be it you're going to go out there and try and beat the guy who may be the number one in the world at the time Mm. it could be a ricky hatton manny pacquiao ricky hatton floyd mayweather moment joe calzaghi bernard hopkins moment that we're going over to see and i want to see you there because you've got that and i must say over the last year that maturity is extraordinary from you how has it come about just learning not inside and outside the ring I'm a fighter outside the ring as well as I am inside the ring. It's my mentality and I choose the way I choose to approach and look at things. It's about the end, the get reaching the end goal. Mm-hmm. How we get to the Vision. end goal, yeah, how we get to the end goal doesn't really bother me. It's about getting to that end goal. So at the minute, it's about learning, taking fights that we think are going to propel my career and and then we'll go from there. We'll, t- we'll, take, we'll do what we want to do as a team because we want to get to that end goal. We want to have that world championship belt around my waist and that is the goal. And we're gonna we're gonna take the the steps we need to take. There, we ain't gonna rush things. I was saying I was gonna be world champion yeah. in two years when I first yeah. turned pro. Mm. I wish someone told me, Connor, mate, that ain't happening. I've experienced it myself now. The old way to get to European level, to get to British level. Do you know yeah. how hard that this game is? So I need time. Look, look at. I had a lovely chat, and we had it on the show a couple of weeks ago. Ad was on holiday at the time, and I had a really nice chat to to Chris Eubank Jr. And you're both in similar situations with very, very, um, very famous and very beloved fathers in in our industry, and. He'd said he'd found the perfect place being in lockdown with Roy Jones Jr. And he was learning the rudiments. And and like you, Chris is very similar, incredibly tenacious, a little bit quieter, but just needs the rudiments in his game to really, for my view, take him to the right level, like in the biggest fights. Because you cannot doubt his tenacity and his physicality, you know? And it's fascinating to see... Can I say that you've been corresponding a bit with his father? I find that extraordinary. Yeah, of yeah and, and that's, that, yeah. it's amazing to hear that. You and he are texting Chris Eubank Senior and Nigel Ben's son are communing, <laughs> and he's and he but he's giving you brilliant pointers on mental strength. I think it's brilliant. Definitely, he said to me there was no way he was beating my dad without using his brain. So, and hearing this from. Chris Senior, obviously my dad's biggest rivalry, so it's a little bit um, puts me in a funny situation, but he knows the game. It's a deep respect for your family how from do, him doing that. How it's do you fight someone? How do you fight someone who's, you know, the middleweight Tyson? Yeah. And go in there and use your brains to beat him. Now that's that's a strong mindset. Mm. You gotta have strong mental strength to beat the man who's 
the Mike Tyson in the middleweight division. How nice that there was great enmity between your father and Chris Eubanks. And how nice that 25 years on, he wants you to succeed. It's so amazing. It's lovely. It's, it's amazing. It really is. It's lovely. And as well to pass on that skill set. I mean, your natural skill set and natural things that you will have picked up from your dad would have been the emotional side of reacting to things. You know what I mean? Whether it's on, <laughs> whether it's a fight or whether it's business or whether it's just relationships yep. in general, all those things. So to have someone that has a different skill set who's a bit more, okay, I'll take myself away from the emotion for a minute, let the dust settle, I'll have a bit of a think about this and then we'll make a decision. To have those skills added to the gut instincts that you already naturally have that can only hold you in good stead going forward for all aspects of your life, not just in the ring. Of course it can. I mean, first off, in the ring, I have my dad's DNA in the <laughs> ring. I am, I'm emotionally involved in a fight when I fight. I'm, that's without question. And I'm happy I take that side. Mm. But then on the outside of the ring, mentally, sit down, process things, have a little breathe, and then choose. You weren't like that a year ago. I was not. <laughs> you were not I like was not at all. And you that's know what's that. so brilliant about watching you develop. And now, and now I've got all these toes stuck on me, buddy. And <laughs> it was one of them times where, Chris, where were you then, mate? <laughs> How tough was it telling the old man you were texting with Chris Eubank Sr.? Well, he's found out now. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Gareth. I'm having, I'm having a phone call with my dad tonight. Now a long watch. <laughs> I always put you in. You it. have. No, you no, always yeah, you do. do. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we can see, if anybody follows you on social media, they'll know that you're in the gym and you're working. So what's what's the time scale? When can people start to get excited about you getting back in there? And what level of opponent are you thinking? Well, hopefully we get Chris Jenkins for the British and the Commonwealth title. One mandatory uh, mm. for the title. Uh, just got to wait for the ball to sanction it. Uh, so whenever that is, it'll go to purse bids. And we'll go from there. Whether I have a warm-up fight in between or not, I don't know. Obviously, it's been a year since I've been out of the ring. But I ain't got no ring rust. I've been in the gym grafting every single day. Give me two weeks and my timing's back. Mm-hmm. Two weeks in the gym, my time's back. Worst, four weeks. And if it don't come back, you'll definitely come back at some stage you can. And it, it won't play on my head because I know when I get in there, all, all I've got to do is land one. Mm. And I will land one. But I won't just stop and, and showboat and have a proper look. I'll go in there and I'll land one. And I'll let you know that I've seen, I've seen you. You wince. And then I'll get you another 3-4. Everyone's. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I know we're going to hear from Robert Smith in a bit. Um, and we're waiting for Frank as well. He's just, he's just wrapping up of the um, show and we'll get him and, on and in the moment. Uh, when, when I was in lockdown, uh, when I was in the bubble last week at the Fight Camp 4, um, I, you know, just to, on this very point, it's, and Adam and I talked about this earlier, boxing's come back, but it's not really back. So it's that next stage now. And, you know... If you are going to get the fight at the right time, it might be in front of a crowd of 2,000 or 1,200. Surely that's preferable. It, it Really? It doesn't bother me. If it's the right fight. If it's the right fight, the British and the Commonwealth title, um, or if it's the other so guys you, you mentioned. So you don't display better when there's... Do you know yet? Do you, do you display better when there's people there in an atmosphere? I don't know. When not? I get hit, Gareth. It's just when you get hit. Yeah. When I get hit which is yeah. that ain't a good thing but no. when I get here it's irrelevant of who's around me there could be Mickey, woke, there could be Mickey you, Mouse in the woke. crowd yeah, yeah, yeah. you know there mm. could be Don, Donald Duck in the crowd mm. I ain't gonna know it's him or yeah, I'll be, I'll be straight, I'm straight in the fire mm. but with more, with a bigger crowd you get paid more as well it's always nice I, I don't <laughs> see my, my purses getting affected
finally, having Connor Ben in the studio, I think it's only fair that we ask him what he's up to. Back in the gym, training hard, what fights are on the horizon and when can we see him out? We also spoke about some of the fights that we're excited about seeing in the not-too-distant future. Uh, thank you very much if you've uh, been with us throughout the course of the night. Daniel Dubois getting the job done against Ricardo Schneiders and Sonny Edwards coming through against uh, Thomas Somber on our live commentary fights a little earlier on. You've been uh, you've been fantasising, haven't you, Gareth? I saw I'm always you, fantasising. You were having a little bit of a chat <laughs> with Mr Warren a moment or two well, ago about uh, an eight-man heavyweight contest. Are you thinking very similar to the World Boxing Super Series? Is that where you're at with it? Yeah, well, I was thinking options. You know, you do um, the top eight and you do quarterfinal, semifinal, final. It's five fights over whatever it is, you know, 18 months. Or... You do, going back to the Carl Froch, Andre Ward years, you know, in their Super Six, classic Super Sixes, which did spin out over nearly three years, you have two groups of four, round robin, three fights each, and then you move on. If you're the top, you're, or the two leading guys from the groups move on. Um, we're, facing, we're facing some serious problems, though, right no, now, we? are, we? Because, yeah. because we can't get fans into stadiums. Yeah. And, I'm, Connor, I'm sure, I'm sure you've come across this yourself. You will have targets of guys that you would like to fight. Let's say at European level, right? You'll be having a look at some of these lads. And because of travel restrictions, because of visa issues with American fighters or whatever it may be, yep. it's very, very difficult to make him the fights that we want to see at this moment in time. Well, definitely. And I'm young as well. So you've got to think people who are 28, 29, 30 need these big fights from abroad to try and get him in because at the end of the day, they ain't got no time to waste. I'm still learning and still growing. So I'm in a privileged position where I've still got loads of time and it's not, I haven't got a rush to take a fight. Mm -hmm. Chris, you ain't said to me, funny enough, Chris, you ain't said to me, Connor, you haven't got to fight everybody. Have your eyes focused on one person and don't get distracted. And and that's what we're going to do. But with the with the pandemic, this is, this is how fighters earn their living, mm. isn't it? So they've got to fight. It's, it's important that you just mentioned that regarding edge as well because we've got guys... That are absolutely kicking on. And in a couple of weeks' time, for example, we've got um, we've got Josh Taylor, haven't we? Yeah, and I know he's fighting his mandatory challenger for his IBF uh, crown uh, in Kong Song. But at the end of the World Boxing Super Series, he comes through a fight against Regis Progress. We're all sat there going, what a fight. Absolutely mm -hmm. outstanding. This is amazing. And we've seen Ramirez and Morris Hooker go, I think, the week after, didn't they? And they put on a cracker as well. Ramirez comes through. Ramirez, funnily enough, he's fighting tonight against Victor Postol, isn't he? He's defending his championship. He'll win that by stoppage well, late, I think. Well, look at this Group. then. Look at this. Yeah. The next thing we see is Josh Taylor signing a new promotional deal with Top Rank. And everybody's going, well, Ramirez is top rank, just Taylor's top <laughs> rank, here we go. This is the perfect mix. And that is that was the plan, there's no question about it. Pandemic comes along and throws the grenade in there, doesn't it? And now what we're seeing is, can we get Josh Taylor into America to get the fight? Can we get Ramirez over it? You know, it's all over the place at the moment. A lot of fighters at that level are seeing a year, 18 months, maybe even two mm. years of their career just being put on hold. It's a very frustrating time. They're on buffer at the moment, aren't well, they? Well, the, 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 the big heavyweights who, who I'm pontificating about, you know, they can all afford it because they're well paid. They are the blue ribbon division and, and all those guys that I mentioned, those eight, have earned good money so they can sit back on their savings. People like Connor who have a name also make money. In the middle, there's lots of people jiggling and I think it's the same for the Ramirez and Pop. Ramirez is is a big earner, but the Postals of this world, this is this is a great shift for him to put in in the bubble in Vegas, isn't it tonight? Mm. Um, Josh Taylor, for me, I think 
it's really important that people know that he's being trained by Ben Davison in the same camp as Billy Joe Saunders at the moment. Because we've all said it about Josh. Doesn't need to get into a firefight all the time. He's one of those very it's talented boxers. though, isn't it, Connor? Very. <laughs> it, no, very. No, trust no, me. <laughs> it, it, it is... But, I mean, the, the Regis Progre fight was amazing to be at ringside. I think we worked yeah, it that great. night, didn't we? And um, But Taylor is one of those guys who could have a very long career at the top with a, just using the skills more as well. Listen, he's so tough. He's got brilliant body shots. He's a great puncher. He moves brilliantly. But his career can be elongated by, by being smart now. And he's right at that level, isn't he? The cusp yeah. of being big, you know? Mm. Well, so we spoke about spitefulness earlier. Now he's a fighter who's got spite. And um, again, you can see I've got a grin on my face because I love a fighter with spite. Yeah. And he's got that. But he, yeah. he boxes so beautifully. But he's got that sting in his shots where he just, you can see it's not coming from a good place. Mm. Yeah. I remember when he was at the Olympics, he was so disappointed in 2012. I thought, God, yeah. this guy but is somebody. Him on. And it's then he won the Commonwealth on. Games two years later in Glasgow. And he, there's something about him. There's just something about him. You know he got his jaw fractured by a golf club when he was about 18, 19 by his cousin swinging a golf club the wrong way. You know? And his it, biggest claim to fame is that he didn't go down. He shattered no, his jaw, but he didn't 13 go down. Places oh, well, well, listen, go down. If, if that's his claim to fame, I claim to fame too. I broke my jaw. I didn't go down, so I'll tell you that. <laughs> and you were hit by a train. Yeah. <laughs> just, on, just on that, because I saw your eyes lighting up when we were talking about... Gareth was talking about the nuances of, of Josh Taylor learning the more refined skills now to stay out the way of trouble. And I, as a fan, I don't want him to because the <laughs> fights that I saw with the Regis Progress was absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Your fights, every, every time you come in here, I tell you, I know that your trainers, your dad, and everybody <laughs> around you that know boxing inside out and obviously uh, are in your camp, they'll be saying, listen, we could do this a bit of a smarter way. But from a fan's point of view, there's a reason why you've got a big following. Yeah. It's because... You bring the entertainment. And with all due respect to Sonny Edwards, and this is no disrespect because he was beautiful tonight boxing, over a period of time, people will people want more. People want yeah. edgy seat stuff, don't yeah. they? People want to see a little bit of vulnerability. And that's what excites people is a little bit of vulnerability. Oh, with the Juicy Quivula fight, when they go, oh, his legs look a bit shaky. Well, take that left hook, good night. Anthony Joshua and the same. That's what I'm saying. Dillian White's the same. Dillian I mean, White. I know that Dillian's had this wonderful rise, but let's be honest: in the fights that he's had, he's been down. There he's has down been vulnerability, and that's why yeah. fans are loving yeah. it. But, yeah. but that's what the public want. We're entertainers, yeah. of course. Mm. So, and that's what the public want. I may not be here for a good time. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time, <laughs> and, and that's it. And you're putting it all on the line. And I put it all on the line. Yeah. How long can I go on like this? I don't know. But I, I can honestly say that when my career's done, I've, I gave it all. As I gave it everything I got. And that's all you can ask. Get Dan, I'm getting back up. So there you go. That's this week's Fight Night podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and are not a subscriber, do us a favour. Hit the button on iTunes, therefore you never miss out on any of our content from the fight world. You can also get those Android feeds on the TalkSport website. Every single week, Saturday night, we're back for a little bit of Fight Night action. Uh, but failing that, you can get us on the Talk Sport podcast feed. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.